now listening to the Fantasy's Finest Podcast. Here are your hosts, William Spencer and Jalen McQueen. What's going on, Fantasy World? Welcome back to another episode of the Fantasy's Finest Podcast. We are heading into week three now. So I hope you did better than me <laughs> after the first two weeks. Um, I actually did pretty good my first week in uh, Fantasy. But my second week, I caught a beatdown from, from a variety of places. Uh, I have I actually went back and tallied up the fantasy leagues that I'm in this year. And somehow I ended up in 19 leagues. Yeah, that wasn't planned. But uh, this week and week two, horrible, horrible uh, fantasy week for me. 5 and 14. Patrick Mahomes and Lamar Jackson beat the crap out of some of my teams, man. And it didn't help that I had Cam Newton and Drew Brees, too, put up dud dud uh, weeks for me. David Johnson got hurt in the league that I have him in. Uh, I, j- I couldn't catch a break, you know. it. You know, I'm, I'm just glad I didn't run into the buzzsaw that was the Patriots' defense because, good Lord, the Dolphins didn't even try and put up points on against them. But enough about me in this sucky week, week two. Let's get into our episode. In this one, we're going to cover our waiver wire ads for this week, heading into week three. Uh, if you are dealing with some of the injuries that have happened to some of the quarterbacks around the league, like Drew Brees or Big Ben, you're definitely going to want to hit the waiver wire to add a new quarterback that can helpfully help you out. Um, there are some other positions that you may need to get a boost in like wide receiver or running back so we have a few guys that um we're going to mention to you so hopefully they can help your team out but before we get into that you know what we got to do make sure you follow the fantasy's finest podcast on twitter and instagram at fantasy's finest make sure you go to facebook and like our page join our group uh join the community there's been lively since uh fantasy season has started there's a whole bunch of conversation and talks on there. So make sure you uh, join in and don't be shy. You can also subscribe to the podcast wherever you listen to podcasts. Uh, we're on Google and Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, TuneIn, Pocket Cast, and so many more. Hit that subscribe button. Share it with your friends. Show us some love on Apple and give us some reviews. Show them stars. And I hope you enjoy the, continue to enjoy the podcast. Well, let's not wait any longer. Let's get into the finest breaking news and get right into this podcast. This is breaking news. Okay, now this is going to suck because if you were like me and you were targeting quarterbacks uh, towards the end of your draft, or waiting until the double-digit rounds to grab one, and you happen to grab Big Ben, losing him earlier in the season, or this early in the season, is a hurt piece. But, unfortunately, I got to report it. So, here goes. Steelers quarterback Ben Roethlisberger will miss the rest of the season after having elbow surgery. Uh, He was knocked out of Sunday's game against the Seahawks with the injury and was unable to return to the game. Uh, When I saw the replay... It looked like he made the pass, but after he made the pass, it, he he started wincing in pain, 
and it didn't look like he could raise that arm um, and he had to be taken off the field. Uh, he wanted to avoid surgery. He was trying. He was hopeful that this injury wasn't as serious as it was um, revealed to be. But he had to have surgery and he will be missed the rest of the season. Uh, Mason Rudolph will come in in relief and he'll be the quarterback for the Pittsburgh Pittsburgh Steelers for the rest of the year. To make matters worse, it happened again to another quarterback. Well, not the same injury, but Drew Brees also went down with an injury of his own. Uh, He will miss the next six weeks after having surgery on his thumb and on his throwing hand. Now, this just, it is a freak accident, but it just shows you, it kind of shows you how strong, how freakishly strong Aaron Donald is. Drew Brees threw a pass and Aaron Donald came free and chopped Drew Brees in the hand and he tore ligaments in his hand. I don't know how strong you have to be to do that, but Aaron Donald is next level freakishly strong if he can just hit you in the hand and bust your whole hand up. But uh, to get back to the report, Drew Brees uh, wanted to get uh, a second opinion, but it was also revealed because of the torn ligaments in his thumb, he would have to have surgery. He won't be gone for the whole season, but he will miss the next six weeks. Uh, His likely return will be somewhere around uh, November 10th uh, when they face off against the Falcons. The Saints do have a bye during week nine. Um, I've already seen people start to drop him in fantasy leagues. Uh, if you have an injury reserve spot, you're probably pacing him uh, on there. But it looks like most folks are going to be waiting around for Drew Brees to come back. Uh, it kind of sucks because many people were saying that uh, Drew Brees wasn't going to have a good year. I kind of disagree. He's been he's been a top 10 quarterback in fantasy for the last couple of years. He has the weapons. It's just. It's just a shame that uh, the injury knocked him out and his fantasy value will drop uh, if he sticks around uh, next season. Let's keep going into the reports. Um, Injuries happen to the Cowboys as well, which sucks because Michael Gallup was having a good start to the season. Michael Gallup will miss the next two to four weeks with a meniscus injury in his knee. He were he uh, had a minor knee surgery operation to shave down the meniscus injury Uh, he was off to a high start he had 226 yards receiving over the first two weeks no touchdowns though but it's still a pretty good start uh, considering that he got time to gel with Dak Prescott on the offseason and with Kellen Moore's new offense new looking offense uh, actually paying dues according to Jason Garrett Devin Smith will get more work with uh, Michael Gallup on the men. We'll get more into Devin Smith uh, later on in our waiver wire segment. That's a name you might want to remember. Going back to Pittsburgh, uh, the Steelers' James Conner is considered day-to-day after leaving Sunday's game against the Seahawks with a knee injury. Um, I think this is more this is more of the fact that when Big Ben went down and then J- James Conner got hurt, uh, everybody in Steelers nation got that sinking feeling that the world was ending because you just lost your quarterback and now your running back is hurt too. But, uh, he was seen at the Steelers facility, uh, on Tuesday, uh, he was walking around fine. So it's more speculated that he won't miss week three. He should be good to go against the 49ers heading to Philadelphia. The 
Eagles lost their wide receivers earlier in the game against the Falcons on Sunday. Uh, Deshaun Jackson, both Deshaun Jackson and Alshon Jeffrey were injured in that game. Uh, Jackson is dealing with some kind of groin injury while Alshon Jeffrey is dealing with a calf injury. Uh, they also lost Dallas Goddard in pregame. Uh, he hurt his calf during the pregame. I don't know how you do that, but that kind of sucks for the Eagles because um, Dallas Goddard was a big part of what they were been trying to do in their two tight end sets. Uh, as far as the wide receivers go, if Jackson and Jeffrey are to miss time, uh, Nelson Aguilar, J.J. Arcega-Whiteside, and Mac Hollins will step in to fill the void against the Lions in Week 3. Uh, we'll get in. We'll get into those names as well uh, during the waiver segment. Uh, heading to Kansas City, uh, Lashawn McCoy and Damian Williams are dealing with injuries of their own. Uh, Lashawn McCoy is dealing with an ankle injury. He'll undergo an MRI to find out what's really going on with it. And Damian Williams is dealing with a knee injury. Uh, the latest information on Damian Williams is that the knee. It's some kind of knee contusion, but it's not viewed to be serious. Their statuses for week three are still up in the air, though. If they do miss time, Darwin Thompson would be the next man up to get the get the reps. And finally, this one's a little bit older, I believe, but the Jets quarterback, Sam Darnold, will be out three to seven weeks as he's dealing with mono. He kind of old to be dealing with mono, but if you got to see the uh, Browns and Jets game on Monday night. They need him. So hopefully he'll be able to come back a little sooner. But three to seven weeks without their franchise quarterback, that's got to suck too. But this will wrap it up for our the finest breaking news segment. Now let's get into the waiver wires and see who you need to add for week three. Okay, now for our waiver wire segment, I'm going to give you a couple names at each position that you should be targeting uh, with your waiver wire picks. Um, I'm not really, I'm not going to front and say I'm familiar with uh, Fab too much, but I'll stick to uh, the traditional waiver wire method. Um, if you have a high waiver wire uh, position, you might want to target these guys. You might want to target these guys so that they can help your team out. Uh, we're going to begin with the quarterback position. Um, up first, I have Jimmy Garoppolo. Now, he looked pretty good against the Bengals, but the Bengals defense kind of sucks. So kind of take it for what it is. He went he went through for 297 yards and three touchdowns um, in week two. He has a cake matchup against the Pittsburgh Steelers, who whose defense has kind of gone out the window the last couple weeks. Uh, they got steamrolled by the Patriots. In week one, and they didn't look any better last week uh, against Seattle. So uh, Jimmy Graham could be a start for you this week. Um, his next three opponents are the Pittsburgh Steelers. They have a bye the following week, and then they take on Cleveland and the Rams. So you have some pretty decent matchups uh, for Jimmy Garoppolo. That bye week in the middle of that is probably going to mess you up a little bit. So you may have to find another option, but we got some more names on the list, too. So let's keep going. Uh, the next one I have is Andy Dalton. He may not impress a lot of people, but he's been throwing at a crazy pace uh, for over the first two weeks of the season. He's almost got 100 uh, attempts 
just in the first two weeks. He threw for 311 yards and two touchdowns and one interception against the 49ers. He does have a tough matchup over the, uh, his next opponent uh, in week three. He has the Buffalo Bills. They can be a little, they can be a pain in the neck as far as uh, beating up on court, opposing quarterbacks. But if you're looking for, if you're looking for a quarterback who's who has to chuck it, uh, Andy Dalton is the guy that you're going to need. His next three opponents are the Buffalo Bills, the Pittsburgh Steelers, and the Arizona Cardinals. Uh, he is a quarterback who has to throw the ball. His offensive line isn't good. His run game is banged up. Uh, he's missing. He is missing AJ Green, but John Ross and Tyler Boyd have filled in pretty well. Uh, in AJ Green's absence, he has to pass the ball if he wants his team to win. And Zach Taylor, the head coach for the Cincinnati Bengals, does not seem opposed to not uh, allowing Andy Dalton to throw the ball. So, in in terms of sheer volume, you know what you're going to get with Dalton. He has to throw the ball for the team to win, and he's going to put up points. Uh, he had me a little worried last week because I started him uh, for week two, and it got kind of kind of sketchy until he threw that last touchdown that deep touchdown pass to john ross garbage time still counts so if he can do it for you he can do it for me he can do it for everybody else andy dalton should be um, a target for this week's waiver wire uh this missed the breaking news segment but daniel jones has been named the starter for week three against tampa bay if you're in a gambling mood you might want to add Daniel Jones if you have a spot that you can stash him and wait and see how he looks in his first start in the NFL. He could be a guy that you could uh, use later on down the line. His next three opponents are the Tampa Bay Buccaneers, as mentioned, Washington, and then Minnesota. So if Daniel Jones is the real deal, he'll have Golden Tate back uh, after week four, uh, more likely against uh, Minnesota. He has Evan Ingram. He has Saquon Barkley. Sterling Shepard should be coming back this week. But he has he has enough weapons that he may not be able to win a bunch of games, but he may be able to put up fantasy points. I have him in one league. Uh, actually drafted him late. I kind of had the feeling that uh, Eli Manning was not going to make it through the season. I didn't think that he was going to get canned this early, but the Giants, the Giants suck, so... What else do you have to lose? So they're going to start Daniel Jones for week three, and hopefully he'll start the rest of the season. Another quarterback that you should probably be looking at is Mason Rudolph as he's taking over for Big Ben and the Steelers. Uh, he, since Big Ben is gone, Mason Rudolph uh, actually looked pretty good in relief. I think he threw for about 211 yards and two touchdowns against the Seahawks. He's not afraid to throw the ball downfield and if the Steelers look to try and win any type of games, they're going to have to do that. They have to be more aggressive. Um, and he has to, Mason Rudolph has to be able to uh, gel with, you know, Juju, Juju and uh, James Washington. I think Dante Moncrief, man, talk about blowing an opportunity. He, he stunk it up over the first two weeks. Now, I really hope, I really, really hope that Deontay uh, Thompson, gets to get out there on the field, maybe not as the number two, because it looks like James Washington is going to take that role. But if Deontay 
Johnson, not Thompson, Deontay Johnson, if he can get out there and, you know, get, get some reps and actually show his worth, hopefully the fact that maybe Mason Rudolph has been practicing with him, maybe building up some chemistry that might be able to get him out some reps. But we'll have to wait and see on that. But for now, the first two that are going to be starting are likely uh, Juju Smith-Schuster and uh, James Washington as he's been outperforming Dante Moncrief the last two weeks. The Steelers the Steelers take on the San Francisco 49ers, the Cincinnati Bengals, and then they have a rough spot with the Baltimore Ravens. That's a division game. and That can go either way. But Mason Rodolph uh, should be a guy that if you have Big Ben, you might want to target if you uh, have a like like Daniel Jones, if you want to see what he can do beforehand, uh, you might want to stash him, put him on your bench, and then hopefully he blows up for you so you can be more comfortable starting him. Now let's go on to the running backs. First up uh, is Raheem Moster, Moster, Mustert. It's a T at the end. <laughs> he ran for uh, he took thirteen carries for eighty three yards. And then he had another three catches for 68 yards and a touchdown against the Bengals. He's backing up Matt Breda. Uh, Tevin Coleman's going to be gone for a while with the high ankle injury. So it's going to be Matt Breda and Raheem Mostert for the, what looks like it's going to be a while. He's Tevin Coleman's going to be gone for uh, several weeks. They haven't specified on how many, but he's going to be the backup and he's going to get work. They're going to split reps. So, Raheem Moster is at least a flex option. So you might want to grab him up if you need a running back. Uh Shady and Shady and uh Damian Williams are hurt. Uh if you had if you drafted Miles Sanders and Jordan Howard, they haven't been doing much either. So this would be a good good uh piece that you could put into your team and uh give you give it a little boost. The 49ers play the Pittsburgh Steelers. They have a bye in the middle. And they play Cleveland and the Rams, as mentioned earlier, with uh, Jimmy Garoppolo. Uh, another guy that you want to look at uh, to add is Frank Gore. Now, I know this guy, he he just doesn't seem to go away. But uh, Devin Singletary is dealing with a hamstring issue. Uh, it, there's no new information on how severe it is. Or if he'll miss time, but if he does, uh, Frank Gore would get the bulk of the carries. He had 19 carries for 68 yards against the Giants and a touchdown, so he has the ability to carry the mail. You kind of don't want him to because you want Devin Singletary to be healthy and to continue to blow up, so that there's no excuse as to why the Buffalo Bills have not given Devin Singletary the job. But if Devin Singletary does miss time, Frank Gore is going to be the man there. They play the Cincinnati Bengals, the New England Patriots, and the Tennessee Titans over the next three weeks. The next guy on my list is Darwin Thompson. He's more like he's more like a speculative speculative ad because, like Frank Gore, if the first two guys on the Chiefs miss time, um, he's going to have an he's going to have a role. But that's only if LaShawn McCoy and Damian Williams can't go for week three. Uh, Darwin Thompson will take on the Baltimore Ravens, the Detroit Lions, and the Indianapolis Colts over the next three weeks. Like I said, if LaShawn McCoy 
and Damian Williams can't go. So he might want to just, if you have a spot, stash him. He's a stasher. He's may, he may not have value right away, but you don't want to you don't want to miss him. And then reports come out later that uh oh, there's something wrong with Lashawn McCoy's ankle, or uh oh, the knee contusion that we thought was okay with Damian Williams is a lot worse than what we thought it was. So he's a he's a stash he's a stasher for this week. Now let's go on to our wide receivers. Demarcus Robinson is going to be the hot waiver item this week because he completely lit it up. Uh, he had six targets. He took six targets to a, for 172 yards and two touchdowns. I was kind of hoping that Sammy Watkins was going to take over. Uh, he kind of did. He got the most targets out of the team, but Miko Harmon and Demarcus Robinson in particular you know, they did the most damage with the targets that they got. Um, both DeMarcus Robinson, um, I mentioned DeMarcus Robinson early, but you also want to target Miko Harmon if he's still on the waiver wire in your fantasy leagues. DeMarcus is going to be the one everybody tries to get uh, because he because of his performance. But Miko Harmon, had, he had four, car- four catches for 61 yards and a touchdown too. Um, he's getting more work, you know, because Tyreek Hill is out. I wouldn't sleep on him. If you think that if you get the vibe in your leagues that everyone is going to be trying to get Demarcus Robinson with their higher waiver picks, try and be the smarter guy and grab Miko Harmon if he's still available. There's nothing wrong with that. Sammy Watkins is still going to be the man, but it looks like Patrick Mahomes has the ability to spread the ball around and and just destroy you with everyone. Take it from somebody who got whooped by him this week <laughs> in week two. Another guy you want to check your waiver wire for if he's still on there is uh, Buffalo Bills' John Brown. Uh, he's been getting targeted like crazy. He is the number one over there. Uh, you can forget about Zay Jones and uh, Cole Beasley, but John John Brown is the man. He had eight eight uh, catches for 72 yards against the Giants. They play Cincinnati, New England, Tennessee next, the next three games. Cincinnati should be more of a cakewalk. He should have he may have issues with New England, but it seems like everybody has. But John Brown is a good ad. He's going to be targeted by Josh Allen. He shouldn't be on your waiver wire by now. He should be off. But if he's still there, make sure you grab him up for yourself. Uh, We mentioned Nelson Aguilar and J.J. Arcega Whiteside. These guys are. These guys should be ads if uh, more news comes out that. Jackson and Jeffrey will miss extended time um, per the recording of this podcast. We don't have any new information, but if there's something that pops up after we drop this, um, make sure you grab them too. Nelson Aguilar is going to be targeted a lot. Uh, he saw 11 targets when uh, during the uh, Atlanta Falcons game. Hopefully JJ Arcega Whiteside sees more work. Uh, he, he, I think he has the talent to be good. This may be his opportunity to show it, so hopefully he doesn't blow it. Uh, he has they have Detroit next. They have Detroit for week three. Then they play Green Bay and the Jets. So I don't know if they miss if they miss me a couple of games or or more. These guys could be steals um, in the fantasy draft with Carson Wentz. Hopefully they get that offense going and um, be able to do more damage. Now. Um, I, one more guy I wanted to add 
um, is Devin Smith. We talked about him a little bit earlier during the uh, news segment. Devin Smith is going to get more reps uh, because Michael Gallup is out. Um, I kind of get the feeling that Randall Cobb could benefit a bit more because he was with the starting unit. And you would think that with Michael Gallup going down, they would slide more targets over to Cobb and Cooper. But if Devin Smith is going to be out there, he's your burner. Uh, he kind of fills that role that Michael Gallup had. I don't know how often, I can't say how often Dak Prescott is going to target him, but he he can be dangerous too. He's a deep threat. He can. You saw that 51-yard bomb he did on uh, the Washington Redskins in week two. So you could take a chance on Devin Smith. Uh, hopefully he blows up for you. Um, I'm trying to target him in my in deeper leagues. Uh, I have a 14 team. I have a 14 team IDP league, and hopefully I'll be able to grab him in that. I kind of doubt it though, because that's a fab uh, waiver sele- selection, and I'm not trying to drop too much coin on to get him. But we'll see how that goes. Let's go into the tight ends. Uh, if these two should still be on waivers. But you might want to add them to your team. It's uh, Greg Olson and Will Disley. Now, Greg Olson has been doing numbers uh, the last two weeks. He's heavily targeted by Cam Newton. Uh, He's Cam's safety blanket. So everything, they run more of a short game uh, for the Panthers. So he benefits a lot from the targets. He's killing it in PPR so far. Uh, he has six of nine for 110 yards against the Bucks. They play Arizona, who got smoked by tight ends so far this season. They have Houston, and they have Jacksonville after that. If I can get uh, Greg Olson on my squad at, off of waivers, I definitely would make that move. Tight end is so scarce as it is. Uh, O.J. Howard is looking like a bust early on. He's not getting the targets. Uh, you have old guys like Jason Witten. You could use him, but he scored two touchdowns the last two weeks, but he's not really getting targeted like that. Uh, you also have Jared Cook, who's been a who's been on a milk carton the last two weeks. He's not getting any he's not getting any looks, and that's kind of what I was worried about uh, coming into the season because the New Orleans Saints they just seem to forgot about the tight end position after Jimmy Graham left. Now Will Disley was a guy who was uh, grabbing attention last year before he went down with injury. Uh, he had five. He went five for five for 50 yards and two touchdowns against the Steelers. Uh, he was third on the team in targets behind Lockett and Metcalf. He's going to be, he could be the next option in the passing game and in the red zone for the Seattle Seahawks. They've been looking to add more weapons. Uh, it looked a little scarce in the beginning because DK Metcalf was dealing with that knee injury. Tyler Lockett is your slot wide receiver who has the most experience with Russell Wilson. So it makes sense that Will Disley can come in and be a uh, be an asset for Russ, uh, especially when they get closer to the red zone. If you I don't think uh, this is more of a guess, but if they if people in your fantasy league aren't really paying attention, you might be able to sneak Will Disley and uh, get him on your team. Hopefully his. His targets, his target share will probably stay around the same five or six targets a game, but he should be looking, he be getting looks, uh, in the red zone. 
another two guys that I kind of left off my list, but because they're suspended, but you might want to look at your fantasy leagues and give them an ad now because they'll be coming off of suspension soon. Uh, Chris Herndon from the new, the New York jets, the tight end and golden Tate, uh, the wide receiver for the New York giants. They both got four game suspensions. They should be coming off the list, the suspension list soon. You might want to get a jump on grabbing them now before, you know, their suspension is over and then they, they're in waiver wire hot spots. Uh, if you grab them now, stash them on your bench, you won't have to worry about trying to fight for them later on. Uh, if Daniel Jones, particularly Golden Tate, if Daniel Jones comes in and he looks real comfortable in the offense, adding Golden Tate to that mix um, will be very beneficial. You know how Golden Tate is in terms of targets. He kind of catches everything underneath. He's uh, he's He can play in the slot and outside, but he's a better slot wide receiver. Um, and he can do damage very quickly. Chris Herden showed promise during the preseason with Sam Darnold. Uh, I think he'll benefit more once Sam Darnold comes back from his sickness. Uh, for right now, if you're strong on tight ends, adding Chris Herden or you need a, if you can add Chris Herden to your bench and stash him and hopefully uh, better news comes out of Sam Darnold coming back sooner. Um, Chris Herndon can pay off dividends for you early uh, once Sam Darnold comes back from being sick. But that'll wrap it up for our waiver wire episode. Thank you for listening as always. Um, let's close it down. Make sure you share, subscribe, rate, and review the podcast. Leave us a podcast review on Apple Podcasts and give us some of those stars, man. We need them stars. Let us know what we we could do to make the podcast better. Let us know what you liked about it. We will check you guys in the next episode. We're going to do our wrap. I want to do the wrap up for week two um, and do a little accountability segment for my for my starts and sits for week two. So I got some stuff that I'm working on to get this thing going. But until the next episode, I will see you guys later. Take it easy. Thanks for listening to another episode of the Fantasy's Finest Podcast. Be sure to join the Fantasy's Finest community on Facebook and follow us on Twitter and Instagram at Fantasy's Finest. Please don't turn me off